Hey, welcome back to All That's Interesting, the looks like we'll need to rewrite history again edition. <laughs> Today is episode 136, oldest DNA samples found so far, and humans were making coats at least 300,000 years ago. I know. My God, my friends, today we are cracking open some recent discoveries that have shattered the record books and upended preconceptions about our planet and our past. Once again, this this just keeps happening and it's goddamn awesome. <laughs> now, if you're a longtime listener of the show, well, hot damn, you know we've covered many a topic that had to be completely rewritten. Uh, for example, back in episode 129, we talked about how the oldest meal cooked with fire is now estimated to have occurred 780,000 years ago. More than 600,000 years as previously thought. It's c completely rewritten. Now, if you want the backstory to that, holy shit, pause this and scroll back to episode 129. The point is, as technology develops, a clearer picture of our world is emerging, and it's fucking exciting. By the way, I'm Jill Chacha, and if this is your first time listening, welcome to the flock, my elegant business goose. Um, I'm going to have to ask you to buckle in, because in the first half of the show, get this, my friends, incredible, painstaking detective work by 40 researchers has led to the discovery of the oldest DNA samples ever found so far, and the way that they found this stuff, and where, is going to change the evolutionary timeline of every species. Probably. Or at least a lot of them. This is insane. They found strands of DNA in a completely new way, like hidden within material previously thought impossible to keep DNA intact. And I cannot fucking wait to get into these specifics with you. Oh my god. Then after the break, coats. Yeah, or rather extremely early versions of coats. <laughs> Researchers found cut marks on the paw bones of a cave bear at the Stone Age site of Schoningen, Germany. I may have said that correctly. I'm going to say I did. Uh, these little marks have big implications. They suggest the animal was skinned and the year that this took place is blowing people's minds. So what can I say? We've always been a fashionable species that's always been complaining about the weather. So... I think we should dive in. What do you say? My lovely friends, do you remember back in episode 094, I know, this is way back, in episode 094, that episode was called, oh hey, they're not extinct after all. Uh, we spoke about a species of turtle discovered by the great Steve Irwin. Now, if you haven't, if you haven't heard that episode, your life is just not complete. Please, Go have a listen. It's really important. Anyway, long story short, that butt-breathing, magnificent turtle was thought to be extinct. But thanks to the process of environmental DNA, that is, looking for pieces of DNA on or in the environment rather than directly from a biological specimen, we know that that species is alive, despite not being seen, and it's just avoiding us, as it should. And I am absolutely stoked to let you know that process of eDNA is making leaps and bounds, and holy shit. Let's just drop the news bomb right now. From EurekaAlert.org, quote, Two million year old DNA has been identified for the first time, opening a game-changing new chapter in the history of evolution. Microscopic fragments of environmental DNA were found in Ice Age sediment in northern Greenland. 
Using cutting-age technology, researchers discovered the fragments are one million years older than pr the previous record for DNA sampled from a Siberian mammoth bone. End quote. I'm going to need to breathe in real quick. Oh. My friends, you may be saying to yourself, wait, two million-year-old DNA just out and about in the environment? I mean, that's a really long time for DNA to stick around. I mean, I listen to true crime podcasts all the time, and DNA can't be found in a lot of cases thanks to weather and time and shit like that. Well, my friends, if you thought that, you're not alone. Quote, in 2005, a year before we took these samples, I published a paper where I claimed DNA can only survive one million years. So I was clearly wrong. Professor Eski Villerslev study author and evolutionary geneticist from the University of Copenhagen said at a press conference. He continued, I wouldn't be surprised if it turned out we can go back twice as far in time. End quote. So how did they do this? What did they find and what implications does this mean literally for the history of every living thing? Let's get into it. Let's start with the literal village it took to make this discovery happen. 40 researchers, 4-0, from Denmark, the UK, France, Sweden, Norway, the US, and Germany. They joined forces with Professor Eske Villerslev, who's just, it's just fun to say, uh, who I mentioned before, and Professor Kurt. <laughs> I know, that's just their first name. I have absolutely no idea how to pronounce their last name. I'm not even going to fucking try. So it's, it's just going to be Kurt. That's all. It's going to be Kurt. Kurt is a geology expert, and luckily there's only one of those, and it's Kurt. So, now, Kurt and the gang found 41 usable samples hidden in clay and quartz. Now, if that sounds simple, Jesus Christ, it was anything but. Quote, the incomplete samples, a few millionths of a millimeter long, were taken from the Copenhagen Formation, a sediment deposit almost 100 meters thick tucked in the mouth of a fjord in the Arctic Ocean in Greenland's northernmost point. That was from Eureka Alert. Yeah, a few millionths of a millimeter long, 100 meters down in a fjord in the Arctic. This sounds like hell <laughs> to me anyway. I'm sure Kurt loved it, but Jesus. Anyway, my friends, these aren't needles in a haystack. They are needle points buried deep in the cold, cold motherfucking ground, very far away. And uh, why don't you take a look? Come on by our social media stuffs and, yes, take a peek at the environment this team worked in. Uh, I'll give you a second to pull up the post for today's episode. It looks cold. That looks terrible. I hate it. The ground is gray and barren and just bespeckled with tiny rocks. Honestly, I'd walk right over this. It, it's just so unassuming. But, but swipe to the next photo. Okay. When they cracked the ground open, it looked like a delicious seven-layer cake. <laughs> As Professor Kurt explained, quote, the ancient DNA samples were found buried deep in sediment that had built up over 20,000 years. The sediment was eventually preserved in ice or permafrost and, crucially, not disturbed by humans for two million years. End quote. My, my. That, this untouched sediment, my friends, revealed quite a bit, to say the least. At the time this ecosystem existed, temperatures were 11 to 19 degrees Celsius or 20 to 34 degrees Fahrenheit warmer 
than today. And put a pin in this. Uh, scientists also discovered evidence of animals, plants, and microorganisms, including reindeer, hair, lemmings, Atlantic horseshoe crab, birch, and poplar trees. Basically, a completely different and complete opposite environment of what it looks like today, to say the least. And the biggest, the biggest goddamn surprise of all, drumroll please, quote, mastodons are vast mammals that are very similar in appearance to elephants. They fell into extinction around 11,000 years ago at the end of the Ice Age and were typically found much further south in the world around North America and Central America. Finding genetic evidence as far north as Greenland was totally unexpected. End quote from Tom Hale of IFL Science. So, that's a nice surprise. Finding a couple of mastodons in Greenland. Uh, that will change a whole lot about what we think about mastodons and their territory. Which up here, turns out, was a bustling, thriving, warm forest two million years ago. My friends, sit back and behold how they extracted this info and how they painted this picture from dry sediment. I, I really want to hit that home, that this millionth of a millimeter just from dry quartz and clay. Okay, quote, the process was painstaking. First, they needed to establish whether there was DNA hidden, hidden in the clay and quartz, and if there was, could they essentially detach the DNA from the sediment to examine it? The answer eventually was yes. Yes. <laughs> the researchers compared every single DNA fragment with extensive libraries of DNA collected from present-day animals, plants, and microorganisms. Some of, the ugh. Some of the DNA fragments were easily classified as pre predecessors to present-day species, Others can only be linked at the genus level, and some originated from species impossible to place in the DNA libraries of animals, plants, and microorganisms still living in the 21st century. End quote from Eureka Alert. So my friends, holy shit. Needless to say, the possibility of finding two million year old plus samples from dirt, basically, is going to help fill in a lot of evolutionary gaps as Professor Villerslev explained, quote, now that we have successfully extracted ancient DNA from clay and quartz, it may be possible that clay may have preserved ancient DNA in warm, humid environments found in sites in Africa. If we can begin to explore ancient DNA in clay grains from Africa, we may be able to gather groundbreaking information about the origin of many different species, perhaps even new knowledge about the first humans and their ancestors. The possibilities are endless. End quote. Oh, are, are, are you fucking excited as I am? Or as old Villerslev here? You know, you should be. <laughs> you really fucking should be. This is a big deal. Now, remember when we said this area was up to and around 30 degrees Fahrenheit warmer than it is now? Well, all that sediment, turns out, has even more stories to tell. Very lengthy stories. Um, quote, we have a genetic roadmap of how ecosystems adapt to climate change and to warmer climates. If we manage to read this roadmap correctly, it really contains the key to understanding how we can help organisms adapt to very fast-changing climate, explained Professor Villaslev. 
The data suggests that more species can evolve and adapt to wildly varying temperatures than previously thought, but crucially, these results show they need time to do this. End quote. So, my friends, our past is going to change. So heads up. And hopefully our future does too, for the goddamn better. And we need as many lesbians as possible to read this roadmap, so uh, I'll definitely volunteer. Who else is going to read the map? After the break, (laughs) coats, really, really old coats, and bundle up, because you won't believe how long we've been covering our weak-ass bodies from the cold. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms, so when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. <laughs> you get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please stay interesting. 20th Century Studios presents Vacation Friends 2, now streaming only on Hulu. Look at us, all together again. We just wanted to give you guys a real honeymoon. Shots, shots, shots! Now streaming. He was just released from jail. Where can I get a drink around here? Back on vacation. This place is nice. It's drug lord nice. I'm sorry, drug lord nice? With more baggage. Ever since he showed up, he turned this relaxing vacation into total chaos. Who does that? Vacation Friends 2, rated R, now streaming only on Hulu. And we're back. We are so back. And my friends, do you know where the Paleolithic archaeological site of Schoningen in Lower Saxony, Germany, is located? Neither did I. So I looked it up. (laughs) Please, please, everyone, it's imagination time. Please picture Germany. There it is. Thank you. In the top right corner, we have Berlin. And since we're in Europe, we're going to hop on a train to travel south from here just two hours where we'll then find ourselves in the state of Saxony, which not only includes the city of Dresden, but the uber-important archaeological site of Schoningen. Since the 1990s, this place has been the gift 
the gift that just keeps on giving when it comes to finding clues about early human history in Northern Europe, literally hundreds of thousands of years ago. That's the kind of early I'm talking about. It was here back in 2018 2019 when, quote, for the first time, scientists have found evidence that suggests Neanderthals made spears advanced enough to kill at a distance. The discovery means that Neanderthals likely had greater technologies and hunting strategies than we often envision, said lead study author Dr. Animek Milks yeah, from the UCL Institute of Archaeology. Uh, Dr. Milks said that to Christy Hamilton of IFL Science. Now, for Dr. Milks' study, which sounds gross but has nothing to do with dairy, trust me, for the spear study, the team gave javelin athletes uh, replicas of the newly discovered 300,000-year-old spears. Now, if that sounds old, they fucking are. These weapons are among the oldest wooden weapons in the archaeological record. Now, there's one photo of one of the six athletes holding a spear on our social media stuff, so please come on over and take a look. I'll give you a second. Yeah, it's a mighty fine, well-made spear. Uh, if you showed that to me, I'd be like, that's a, that's a good spear right there. It's really lightweight as well. It's only clocking in at 800 grams or 28 ounces. And thanks to this limited weight and wonderful aerodynamic shape, these babies were able to hit a target at a distance of up to 20 meters or 65 feet with enough impact to kill prey. Quote, this is twice the distance scientists previously thought hunting spears could be thrown from IFL Science. Now, I know what you may be thinking. All right, cool. This is super cool. But what did they kill? Ah, let's get into the nitty gritty. Well, I'm glad you asked. Many, they killed many things. <laughs> and one of those things were cave bears. And we know this thanks to the thousands of cave bear bones left behind in the area. Quote, Schoeningen plays a crucial role in the discussion about the origin of hunting because the world's oldest spears were discovered here. Researcher Ivo... Virhagen, this, 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 guys, this is killing me, Evo, uh, told the University of Tübingen, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> this is rough, this is rough, okay, if, if only adult animals are found at an archaeological site, this is usually considered an indication of hunting. At Schoningen, all the bare bones and teeth belong to adult individuals, end quote. So, there you have it, my friends. There's a good possibility 300,000 plus years ago, ancestors hunted bears safely at a distance. Now, the question is why? Well, yeah, it may have been for food, but get this, there's remarkable evidence that the animal was also skinned to make pelts to keep warm. My friends, come on by our social media stuffs once more and you will see a metatarsal of a cave bear from this time period. And don't worry, I looked up what the fuck metatarsal means, and that's just a fancy word for any foot bone. So swipe through the post, and you'll actually see not only the bone, but you're, you're gonna see a close-up. So please, check it out. Zoom in, what do you see? Now, if you see lines, yeah, you're absolutely right. Those lines are actually cut marks. Now, why in the hell would you slice a bear's foot? Researcher and professor Evo has an idea. Quote, cut marks on the bones are often interpreted, interpreted in archaeology as an indication of the utilization of meat, but there's hardly any meat to be recovered from the hand and foot bones. 
In this case, we can attribute such, such fine, precise cut marks to the careful stripping of the skin, end quote. So that's right, my wonderful friends, you heard Evo. Those bears may have been used to fashion up some coverings. The university's website goes on to note a bear's winter coat consists of both long outer hairs that form an airy protective layer and short, dense hairs that provide particularly good insulation. Bears, including the extinct cave bear, needed a highly insulating coat for hibernation. Quote, these newly discovered cut marks are an indication that about 300,000 years ago, people in Northern Europe were able to survive in winter thanks in part to warm bear skins, concluded Evo. Now, these pelts weren't the coats of today, of course. Uh, Evo went on to say these folks would have worn, quote, simple clothing constituted of animal skins that were wrapped around the body without elaborate tailoring, end quote. Uh, there's actually an artist's rendering of a cave couple just hanging out with their spears on our social media stuffs too. So please swipe through, take a look. Uh, they look cozy. <laughs> they look cozy and happy and uh, most important, alive. And uh, since those cuts, by the way, those cuts were so accurate, we can only assume that this wasn't the first Project Runway. More bones are sure to be found, revealing more secrets and trends. And girl, it better work. <laughs> The end. <laughs> Thank you for listening, rating, subscribing, telling your friends about the oldest DNA samples found so far, two million years old, in dirt, and it took a fucking village of people to find it. Just incredible work from people from all corners of the globe, and that we were making clothes 300,000 years ago. Because that's just what we do. And please, stay interesting. <laughs>